Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. Today is Ask a Stupid Question Day, so I don't want to say that our listeners are asking stupid questions. I think some of them are very thought-provoking on the <laughs> Facebook page at your morning show. And here's one. Sarah Jo says, why does our body yawn? She goes on to say, not the obvious answer, but seriously, why do we yawn? And then Brian answered that he read a fascinating article that stated that the is the belief that it's the body's way of cooling the brain, that you open your mouth wide and draw in air quickly, cooling the roof of your mouth. So I don't, have you ever thought about that? I just yawned. All I know is that now I am on a yawning streak since Sarah Joe posted that 56 <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> I've been yawning nonstop. Dan commented then down below. I mean, this thread is going to continue. He said, how many people yawned after reading the word yawn? Yeah. That's my question is why does it, why is a yawn contagious? If if there is a, a medical necessity, there's a reason we do yawn ourselves. Mm-hmm. Why would we then cause other people to yawn? And it has, I mean, it has to be... For a reason, oh. because your dog yawns. My cat I, every morning when the alarm goes <laughs> off, Phil Dawson's like, "Why? Why are we doing this this early?" And he's <laughs> yawning and stretching. And so, there has to be a reason, right? Now, haven't is there anything about that in your body book that you've been talking about there's with us before? Chapter, there yeah, must there's be a something chapter on it. sleep. I need to go back and and read through. Yeah, that. I'm sure that there is a section on yawning. I don't I don't remember it. I apologize. We're going to blame this one on Sarah Joe because now everyone else is probably yawning as well. If you're in your car driving and yawning, Sarah Joe is the reason for this conversation. <laughs> yeah, and, huh. and we could say, well, you know, you're it's early in the morning, you're probably just kind of getting yourself adjusted. But anybody who listens to this when it goes up on the podcast later today, if you find yourself yawning right at that moment when we're talking about this, then yeah. What what's the deal? Yeah, huh? I don't know. But Sarah Joe is full of good questions, even on this ask a uh, stupid question day, because she also commented here. Oh, no, I lost it. Uh, which orange came first, the fruit or the color? And I had never. Mm. Thought. I mean, there are some really great ones like Jesse. Why do round pizzas come in square boxes? And we do have a text answer to that. Pizza is round because it is tossed in the air and centrifugal force makes it round. But pizza boxes are square because it would cost too much and be too expensive to manufacture round boxes. Peg knows that because she was owner of Giovanni's Pizza for 20 some years. So she definitely knows. So thank you for that. Now, Dan (laughs) had a question on our Facebook.com slash your morning show. He said, how much of a delay is it between your live broadcast and your streaming broadcast? And, you know, we... We are not the smartest people to answer uh, answer a question like that. No, we are not. (laughs) So we have called someone who is way wiser than us, our engineer, Steve, into the studio. When I said, please come here, he said, why? Steve, can you help (laughs) explain? No, I think his thought went to, what did you guys break now? (laughs) Yeah, what do you need? What's the problem now? So do you have an answer for that? Yes. Well, with uh, any online streaming, uh, you... You have to create a buffer to make it more stable. So the bigger the buffer, the more stable the signal is going to be. So with our um, streams, it's about 15 seconds of delay uh, because it's taking the live real-time signal. It's buffering it and creating a, a compressed, smaller signal, if you will, that'll make it more reliable You know, if you have a, a lower bandwidth connection. So grace, basically, the greater the buffer, the more stable the signal is going to be so that you kind of find a compromise. And in our case, it ends up being about, you know, 12, 15 seconds. 
Okay, so that's good to know. See, Dan, we went right to a source that had accurate information for you this morning. (laughs) That means if you're ever playing a contest or something and you're listening online, there's that buffer. So there might be a delay. So just keep that in mind. Steve, Mm -hmm. thank you so much. Do you want to hang out a little more? We can talk Taylor Swift. Uh, We have have more stupid questions, I'm sure. (laughs) No, I got to get back to it. But you guys just don't break anything. Okay. Okay. (laughs) He says as he smirks and walks out of the room. It's Q102. The game that everybody is already talking about and everybody is already buying tickets to in hopes that Taylor Swift is there again is the Chiefs and the Jets game at MetLife Stadium. And they have seen their ticket sales nearly triple in 24 hours. Why? When the rumors were I don't know why. that Taylor Swift was going to be in the building again. And I don't know that these are technically rumors at this point anymore. It's going to be local for her because she has a home in New York City. So that's not even as far of a, a traveling distance that coming to the Chiefs home game was this past Sunday. So neither Kelsey nor Swift have officially commented. They haven't said hey, we're engaged and we're getting married. But, I mean, that's what I think. They haven't really even said officially that they're dating. Right. But that's what we think. But that's also what fans of the game are purchasing tickets in hopes that, yeah, she's going to be there. And in a single day, they the Chiefs have sold more tickets for the rest of the season in a single day than the start of the season when tickets went on sale. Wow. The Taylor Swift it's a effect. Phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, it's still going strong, and there's plenty more. And she's had some different boyfriends. I don't want to say a lot of boyfriends because I feel like that is just that's not fair. It hasn't worked out yet, and and that's happened for a lot of people. I right. speak from You've experience, been there, right? Yeah, right. Huh. And so I don't think that is a reflection on her. She just knows. Okay, this wasn't going to work out. Why would I spend more time on them? But I have been rooting for this relationship already harder than any of her other relationships. I'm invested. Do you feel the same way? I'm invested, yes. And the Today Show put out an article, and the title of it is, The Real Reasons You're So Emotionally Invested in Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And as I'm reading this article, it says, reason number one, he's a cinnamon roll. And I'm thinking, what? what? A what? He's a cinnamon roll. And what I, does that mean? I had no idea. I had to look it up. And what is a cinnamon roll? That could be my ask a stupid question today. And apparently, I can't believe I don't know this because of all the Hallmark channel that I watch. I've never that heard it true. referenced as a cinnamon roll before. But maybe it's because I don't read a lot. <laughs> and a cinnamon roll is typically referring to a male hero in a romance novel. Like, it's going to be the ultimate good guy. He's the sweet guy. He goes the extra mile. He's going to be his partner's biggest cheerleader. And so that is reason number one. They said why we are so invested in this relationship. Reason number two, her excitement makes us excited. And reason number three, because they're both high achievers, but on different podiums. And so, yeah, I can't get enough. And hey, I guess Travis Kelsey is a cinnamon roll. Live from the shores of Footless. It's the only morning show in my life. Q102. Oh, I love you guys. All right, I am here to help because mom is visiting for at least a few more days. She's, I think, going to go back. My dad's going to pick her up this weekend. But late at night, we do a thing. I don't know if it's a smart move, but we do. We're like, ah, let's start a movie. We may not get through all of it, but we can finish it up the next day. So three movies in a row, two so maddening because again just dumb endings all through the movie you're thinking oh okay this is good keeps our attention definite plot going on and then just the credits roll and so the first movie stay away from this one the circle 
Have you watched that with Tom Hanks and Emma Watson? Kind of about, I mean, it's very appropriate for our time about surveillance and people wear cameras and just everything is hooked to the Internet and streamed live and monitored and all that. I've not even heard of it. No, I have never heard of it. It was a few years ago, I think, that it came out. But again, potential. And then it just ends without mm. even much plot. Like there was the hint of plot. Oh, what's going to happen? Dumb. I thought Tom <laughs> Hanks is better than this. Why are you in this movie? So I would not recommend streaming The Circle. Also, second movie. So we thought we need to redeem ourselves from this disappointing Circle movie. Yeah. But Little Woods was more of a, uh, I guess, a, a suspense drama, a little bit on the thriller side, kind of gritty, liked it good up until again credits roll and we think what why why would you such good potential and then they just decide well in the last 15 minutes we're just out of ideas we just we got nothing just end it roll credits so that one had a lot of people that you probably won't recognize but that doesn't mean it would have been bad the main main story revolves around two sisters and one of them is played by lily james who was in the cinderella live action remake also she played i thought a very convincing pamela anderson in the pam and tommy series alongside seth rogan and so that one was super disappointing so again last night Mom said, maybe we're just not meant to watch a good movie. After 80 for Brady, maybe there are no other good movies streaming right now because we did love that one. Yeah, that's good. But Redemption. Have you ever heard of The Tender Bar? No. With Ben Affleck. I heard a little bit about it. And then when I was flipping through the the pictures of what you could stream, I thought, wait, is that... It's not going to be dumb, too, because our streak is <laughs> cannot continue like this. It was so good. I would recommend that. I guess it's based on a book, a memoir by a real-life guy who plays the nephew of Ben Affleck in the movie. But if you're looking, it has plot. It has a wrap-up. It is. I think it's very touching, but you will get some good laughs as well. If you oh. come from a crazy family where it's just it's like they could be cast in a movie, you're going to love this movie too. So I would recommend that on the list. The Tender Bar, but cross off Little Woods and The Circle. It seems like they have potential. They really don't. And you said the tender bar, not the Tinder bar, right? Right. Ten- the tender, tender bar. Okay. Bar with Ben Affleck. The Tinder bar may be a whole other channel. That's not what a whole I'm other thinking. Thing. <laughs> All right. Just wanted to clarify that. Uh-huh. In the kitchen, in the kitchen, what was in there? Making something, always learning. In the to laugh because as I was preparing the In the Kitchen tip last night, my mom started singing that little intro song. She's like, oh, it's time for In the Kitchen. I said, yes, it is time for In the Kitchen, brought to you by Kitchen Fair by Dawn's Building Center. And you can go on to our website at 1025fm.com. You can see the Kitchen Fair by Dawn's Building Center. Beautiful looking kitchens where it says click here to design the kitchen of your dreams. A lot of stainless steel appliances I see and white cabinetry and so they can definitely design exactly what you're looking for but i bring up stainless steel because that is very much a part of today's in the kitchen tip if you have recently diced onions chopped onions doesn't matter red sweet vidalia white spanish onions scallions you will know what i'm talking about when i say the smell of onions 
it seeps into your skin and you can try, you know, washing dishes after you can try hand soap and scrubbing, scrubbing, scrubbing till your fingers are raw. The smell of onion, it just it stays hours, sometimes days. And you can go, oh, gosh, I can smell it in my dish towel. Even when you've wiped and washed your hands, you need something stainless steel to take that smell away. Hmm. So I have a wide blade knife that's stainless steel. If that's a little scary for you and you might lose a finger or you might be worried that you're going to do that, you can use a stainless steel utensil that you have a spoon, a fork. But what you're going to do is you're going to take the faucet and turn it on to cold water and rub your hands onto the stainless steel, whatever you have in the kitchen, underneath that cold running water. Now, it's weird to say, well, why wouldn't soap and water do the same thing? I don't know. Today's national ask a stupid question day. (laughs) Don't ask questions. It just works. And I have done experiments where I tried, okay, soap and water. Do I still smell it later? It is almost instantaneous that when you're rubbing your hands on that stainless steel item under cold water and you dry afterward, it's gone. And it's not just in my head. I've had other people smell my, (laughs) like, smell my hands. And they're like, that's really weird. They even make little stones that are made of a a stainless steel stone to keep beside your kitchen sink. It's going to do the same thing. And I love a good kitchen gadget. But if you're just having to go out and buy a stainless steel stone to keep by your sink, you can achieve the same thing with anything that's stainless steel that you can easily get wet under running water. So you don't really need to go out and buy a special thing for that. Sure. But it is, it's magic. I don't know how it happens. There's probably some chemical reaction, but it will get rid of the onion smell instantly on your hands. So try it. Hey, that's don't a, take my word for it if you don't believe it. <laughs> that's a great tip. And you've already got yeah. that on our site at 1025fm.com along with that great link where you can get started designing that room of your dreams with Kitchen Fair by Don's Building Center. And we also sent out the link to this in today's daily news headlines. We send mm-hmm. out that email absolutely free. And on Thursdays, you can be the first to know the In the Kitchen tip if you sign up for that. That's at 1025fm.com. When you up in the, morning. the best way to wake up is with Tim and Laura. Every morning, the Q102 Morning Show. <laughs> I laugh because Tim is on vacation, and I know he is going to be so glad to miss this portion of the show mm-hmm. because I know he does not believe in, in Zodiac signs and Mercury retrograde and all the things that I'm like, yes, that is right in my wheelhouse. And my husband, much the same when I would talk about, oh, are they compatible? What's the zodiac sign? He's like, you you can't live your life based on your zodiac. Like, you have to live, and that can't be that you're predestined to do this, to do that. I said, okay, you believe what you want. I'll believe what I want. I'll put my crystals out to charge at night, and you do you. And so I remember specifically we were having a conversation in the car. I was driving back from Minnesota. I think it was for the uh, last October when we did the big birthday back. Oh, sure. And I made the trip and I traveled by car and I I don't know why, but I remember driving at night and we were having a conversation about Zodiac signs and more so deeper than a Zodiac sign because you have a birthday coming up. And what is the date of your birthday again? October 21st. So I'm a Libra. Okay, so most people at least know their zodiac sign, whether you believe it or not. I mean, that's up to you. But there's a lot more 
intricate parts of that. So your sun sign is what we all know. So I'm a Cancer Zodiac sign. My birthday is July 7th. You're a Libra. Also, Taylor Swift is Mm -hmm. a Sagittarius. I think we all know because December 13th is her birthday. And not because I'm a super fan, but just because that's her favorite number 13. And she's talked about that reason. But below that is if you do your astrological chart like when you were born you need to know your time of birth and your place of birth because if you think about it if you took a snapshot of the sky where the planets were where the stars were at the exact precise time of your birth that would give you a lot of behind the scenes not just your sun sign which is okay i'm a i'm a libra but my birthday is in october and so we're talking about that he's like i don't believe that i don't believe in any of that i'm like well that's okay but it's a lot more deep than just Oh, when's my birthday? So a lot of people can have the same zodiac sign, but have different personalities. So he surprised me for Christmas last year and he did some deep dives. He listened to some podcasts, got some books at the library, and he made my full birth chart astrological. It's like 20 some pages. And I said, oh my God, I can't. Like most people would go, why would you ever want that worst gift ever? But for me, that was the best gift ever. And to know that he didn't believe in any of that, but still did the research and still put together a really nice book and he said he you know I didn't really I thought this was all garbage he's like but when I dug deeper and really analyzed where your different houses were what planets aligned he said I don't know if I still believe it but it's really weird because that describes you and all your weirdness and all your (laughs) you know things that mean a lot to you and things that you struggle with he said it's it's eerily weird. And I said, well, yeah, because it's true. And he said, well, I don't know if I believe it. So yesterday he's at the gym and on the, I don't know if it was sports center or some sports show that he was watching. They were talking about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's astrological birth chart. Do they match up? Will they be a match made in heaven? And he texts me, took a picture in the gym. He's like, I'm not even allowed to take pictures in the gym, but I couldn't believe that they're talking about this. And now I almost have to, to know, do they match up? Well, I found out that Travis Kelsey, like you, Mary Ellen, he's a Libra. Oh, okay. And Taylor Swift. So those would be, again, your sun signs are the ones that you you most know as your zodiac sign. Taylor Swift's sun sign is a Sagittarius. But her moon sign, which is deeper, kind of your emotional feelings, the stuff you don't really talk about. If you think about, you know, your sun sign is what you present to the world. Your moon sign is what is under the surface is a cancer for her, which is homebody, you know, caring about your family, caring about those closest to you, nurturing caregivers. And I think, ah, see, this is a match made in heaven. And then he says to me, well, now I'm going to have to go home and try to analyze their birth chart. But how do I get the exact info on their birth certificates, time and place of their birth? He's like, I'm turning into you and Mary Ellen and being a super stalker. (laughs) Okay, you know what? Uh, I love all that information you shared. But what I really got out of that story is that your husband, Alex, is a cinnamon roll. He's a roll. keeper. He's a cinnamon roll. He's a cinnamon roll. roll. Yeah, he, he is. is a cinnamon <laughs> roll. He is the ultimate good guy that they talk about in romance novels. I and know. So there you go. You've got a cinnamon roll. Nice job. News yeah. headlines at Q102. <laughs> a good combination of information you need and lightheartedness you need even more. The Q102 Morning Show. Hang on. Stop the show. Stop the show. So before we get to birthdays, normally we say local birthdays, you know, go through those, take your calls and then we go to celebrity birthdays. But my mind has just been blown right now. I know this is ask a stupid question day, but I 
I feel like I never ask this question because I didn't know a fourth brother existed until I see him show up on celebrity birthdays today. Frankie Jonas is 23. And so in my brain, I go, oh, is he a Jonas brother? Can't be. There's only three of them, right? But then I find out there is a fourth Jonas brother. Did you know this, Mary Ellen? You're a big Jonas Brothers and boy band fan. I knew that. You did? Yeah. And I actually know why he's not part of the band. Okay, why? Because he was too young at the time when they were forming the Jonas Brothers. So when they started out, he was only five. And so they're like, "Mm, yeah, we'll just do that. Yeah. And then when they really became popular, he was seven at the time. And he probably wishes that that he was part of it to have a little more fame. So that's when I'm seeing an old picture of them. And, And he was a little guy. But now he's not. He's turning 23. So his career stats on Wikipedia, if you look him up, says singer, songwriter, former child actor. Hmm. So now that he's old enough, why is he... Why is he like the black sheep of the family? Because, like, think of the the Manning brothers. So you have Peyton and Eli. They're probably the most recognized, the most well-known. But they still include third brother that I can't think of his name. But, I mean, they do. Oh, I didn't know there was a third brother. Things. Yeah, there is. I think on the game show that they do, oh. they have third brother. Third brother. Insult third brother. <laughs> but he's a little bit more, like, geeky. And so they, they bring him in. He might even have a career in something a little less football Be careful a what you say more, now. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more, anyone. like, suit and tie. <laughs> Put those geek qualities to use. But, I mean, we see him. But I've to this day, I did not know a fourth Jonas brother existed. Well, now you so know. So why? Oh, well. Why can't he be part of the group now that he's old enough? We can't mess with goodness. That's what I'm going to oh, say. Okay. I'm okay. You know, <laughs> you I've got ruin these. the formula. Yeah, three on stage is perfect. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.